Let's chop it up with your boy Zaz. Hey. Uh, you ready? No chase you. Hey. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Let's chop it. Let's chop it. Let's chop it. So we got Iceman here. He's in Miami right now representing. Wow, look at that. Yeah, you know, I'm just fuck this show up real quick. Super real, nice. Yeah, That's nice. That's nice, man. So what yeah. you doing in Miami, man? What's going on? Welcome to Let's Chop It Up, man. Yeah, let's chop it up. Now I'm just out here working, man. You know, just just uh doing a couple of videos and stuff and some press. And then um, I'm back to L.A. And then I got I to go to Vegas and shit. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. So so you're doing a little traveling right now, hooking up hooking up your 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 music, you know what I mean, doing your promo. And yeah. um, you want to let the people know, you know what I'm saying, what you got going right now. You just dropped a few singles there that are making, making some damage there. Yeah, nah, you know, we're doing the singles here and there, and then um, we're going to uh, do the album and shit. I mean, we got the EP dropping about Thanksgiving, and then um, I got the Onyx single dropping on Halloween, and then I got another EP dropping for Christmas. The, the, the EP that's dropping for Christmas called Stay Dangerous, and um, the one that's dropping on Thanksgiving is called The 49th Law. Wow, how about that, man? So you got so you got the whole cannon filled, man. You ready to blast off, man? That's what's up, man. Absolutely. So, you know, yeah. So talk talk about the single, you know, that you first dropped, the victory. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my joints right now that I'm popping right now in the car, you know what I mean? So talk talk about that single and talk about the video too, how how you put it out there and it was like so so clear, it made you like it's, it's like you're introducing yourself. You yeah, know what I'm um, saying? The Victory Mind joint, you know, I, it was like the first song I did off the EP. And I um, I, uh, I went in, did it, one take, and then I shot the video the next day. And then uh, I just felt something about that, that song that I had to get that story off and that content off and the beat just really grabbed me my man Louis Rock did the beat and um it just grabbed me and then I just I just I, I just spit those lyrics and um I got a great response from it 
lot of people are talking about it. They're like, yeah, I like what you're spitting on that. And, um, you know, I'm just humbled and I'm, I'm happy and I'm, I'm graceful and, you know, I'm just, I'm just excited. Going in, man. Going, going in with them lyrics too, man. It's like straight hard up in that joint. It's my first, this is my first Zoom and shit. Oh, there you go. So we, so we, we breaking all barriers here. You know what I mean? So you pretty much told us what's going on when that when the EP's dropping, and then you got that Onyx song. When is it? October twenty third or the thirty first? You said. Yeah, twenty third. The twenty third. Yeah, the Onyx joint is dropping. Made it up, my man Sticky Fingers and Federal Star. You know we uh we about they want to shoot the video, so that's probably gonna be one of the videos I'm gonna shoot when I get back to LA, and uh, we just finished from um shooting a Federal Star television show. It's called um, uh, Golden, and um, okay, and uh, we, you know, my song is gonna be the, is gonna be the the, the the theme song of that show. So it's gonna be, we're gonna tie it in on that with the marketing. Nice, so nice, man. That's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Man. Yeah. So you, you know, you we gotta tell the people here, man, because Iceman been around for a long, long time, man. So you gotta you, you gotta give these people, let them know who you are, man. Let them know that you had a lot of you had a lot to do with that run, man, with Def Jam, with Onyx in them. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you break that down for us? The way I'm just a hip hop baby, so it's like I've been I've been with the culture since the beginning on every level, you know, like um I had my first record deal in nineteen eighty eight. And then um as an artist and then I turned an executive about 1990 when I, you know, I was young and um, I got an opportunity to, uh, a, to, to learn how to A&R uh, through this company called Mechadon Entertainment with this guy by the name of Max Goose and Roger Romain. And through Max and Roger, I was able to like, you know, meet the guys like the York Coens and the Russell Simmons and the Andre Harrells of the world and the Eddie F's at the time. At, and I, I just like the fact that they was able to make a lot of money and they didn't have to be an artist. But um, at, at my heart, in my heart, I was an artist the whole time. So, you know, it was, it was eating me up. So I always like to go to the studio. And even though I was able to get some, some financial backing as an A&R, I still always wanted to do my artist thing. And then I, I seen a lot of artists was making no money. So I didn't want to be that way. So I started to um, be an executive producer and that's how I was able to start making my first, my first, my first million dollars actually. Wow. How about that, man? That's, I mean, that's, my first a, story there, that's a story there, man. I made my first million dollars in uh, 2000 and, uh, I was uh, I did the Federal Star solo deal. I um got I got the rap group Onyx off of Def Jam. Me and Federal Star went to go sit down with Leo Cohen, and um, I was able to help Federal get Federal and Sticky get the rights to the Onyx and their name back and their their rights back, and we were able to start a second half of their career. Wow! How about that? So, so, so we were the first to go to this, the label Koch Records, and um, we were the first to make a million dollars there. I think, yeah, it was just us. That's right, Koch Records. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Koch Records. Shout out to Michael Koch. 
Definitely, man. So tell so, tell people so tell tell people also about your your uh you know your show that you got going on that you you ready to launch you know what I'm saying fill us in yeah I got a um I got a I got a film coming out called Game for Sale and it just has everybody in it you know Chief Keith um, even Takashi Six Nines in it um for all the madness but um all it, all all it, all the Heat makers and 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 um, you know the, the vibe, the people out there that know what's going on in comedy and rap and hip hop and acting and everybody's in it, and um, I'm proud about that. That's about. I just dropped a film not too long ago called American Rap Stars Part Two, which was the spinoff to Part One that I dropped in 2002. So, you know, between my films and the records I executive produced. I've basically been able to work with everybody. So let me ask you a question. So yeah. I wasn't working with Vado. Oh, Vado, man, that's my little bro. Um, you know, he a boss. Um, Vado, I know since 2008, 2009, uh, when I was working with Cameron, I was able to, uh, I met Cam, I met Vado. Cam introduced me to Vado. And uh, at that time, and Cam was doing business. Uh, the whole, the whole motto at the time was to put everything behind Vado. I was living on the West Coast, and I had a set of artists myself. So I was able to work with Vado and my artists and myself, and we were able to vibe. But me and Vado maintained a great um, relationship. And then after he left, with uh, at the time was Dipset UN that Cam was starting and we started Dipset West. Then after that, uh, everybody went their separate ways. Cam was doing Dipset. Vado at the time, he left to uh, DJ Khaled. Yeah, yeah. But then I went back to start my own company again, do my thing, and everybody just meet, met, was meeting back up. Um, so, you know, whatever, me and Vado went to Japan and, and toured Japan. So we toured Japan and we did like uh, seven cities in Japan. So we got a cool We got a chance to go around the world. And um, we always had a good relationship. So picking up the phone and asking them to do something was nothing. Because anytime you call me to do something, I'm there for them. So, you know. That's that, that, that's that real, man. That's how it's supposed to be, man. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, you don't really, you don't really see too many solid people like that no more. But no, no, you don't. You know, my my day ones are still my day ones. So, you know, I've been fortunate to be have good day ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So listen, talk about talk about Nick Blue, Broomfield. Oh, the director. Yeah. You got to work with you got to work with the director, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He uh he did a classic movie about. Biggie Smalls and Tupac documentary, and uh, he he found out that one of the one of the one of the many deals I've done in my career was broker the Death Row catalog from a company called Riviera Entertainment to D, from Riviera Entertainment to Koch Records early two thousands and um, yeah I remember that yeah Koch went on to sell to E one for a hundred million. And E1 recently just uh, sold 
to uh, Hasbro for four billion. So um, Nick and them guys reached out to me, and they just wanted to kind of get a, a perspective since I was just um, involved with that part of the Death Row catalog, and um, um, he just wanted to kind of, you know, know know about black businesses and corporate America, and you know how how it works and what happens and the trials and the tribulations and you know what was it like to you know to 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 to, to broker such a deal sugar knife you know nice. all these things and we was able to have a great conversation and it worked out shout out to sugar knight hope he comes home soon to his family yeah definitely man definitely sugar knight gotta come home man but let me tell you though man so you know since you were doing a lot of the executive producing, you were doing a lot of background stuff, making major moves. What made you want to come out and start dropping music? What happened was the COVID, um, I just signed my label deal. Well, not well. I've been signed with E1 with a company called Iceman Music Group, which is my my first label with E1. And E1 got a new deal and then it came to me and they uh, renegotiated my deal and helped me form my new company, which is Back Talk Entertainment. Literally the day I signed my deal, people started dropping dead from COVID-19. So even though all praise due to the most high, you know, it didn't affect my immediate team on a business side, um, I was still able to execute a plan that we had, and that was to create volume. Once we signed our deal with E1 and Hasbro, we wanted to create volume. It wasn't about which guy is hot, this record is hot, all of that, because it's really what the kids pick. So what I did was I started to let all my friends, I said, listen, I want you guys all to drop your records, get albums, you know, as much content as possible. And um, I, I started to listen to just a lot of material out here. And I was just like, my, my guy started to like do stuff. And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Something started hitting me in the head. Like I need to start helping with the product. Like for instance, yeah. if you have a retail store or a lick or a bar, right? you own the bar sometimes you gotta serve drinks sometimes you gotta work the cash register somebody some, the, the toilets the toilets stopped up all hands gotta, on man all hands yeah. on right hands on. so i said you know i know I'm, I'm i know i'm better than like 85 percent of these cats out here just lyrically and if i could pick the right records i know i could stream and i have a streaming company and that's what we're doing. We're streaming. And um, I, I, I went in the studio one day, and I just haven't left. <laughs> yeah, so man. COVID-19 really got me back in the studio. And since I can't really be out there, right? I mean, right now, we just get, I'm just getting out of the out, You know, I'm in Miami right now. But um, COVID-19 actually made that transition for me. And now that I'm out, I'm looking for the best artists out there. 
I look for the best producers. I look for the best shows like yourself. You hear that? You hear that, guys? I appreciate that. <laughs> shows like yourself, they go to Revolt TV, they wind up big, and, you know, one day, one day, I'm talking to you like this, next thing you know, you like DJ Envy, you know? <laughs> hey, so, man, listen, it's all good. I appreciate so I that, brother. I tell you a story. I, one, one time I went to Miami with a guy by the name of Steve Lobel. And um, this was in like 2005, four, and we went to this um, this studio in Miami, and we did like ten records with this guy, and it was me, Crazy Bone, and Steve Lobel, and the house, the the, the, the studio was called Circle House, mm. and we did like ten records with this guy. That guy, that guy went to be known as DJ Khaled. So you, it's one day you talk to a guy and he's chilling and the next day he's on top of the world. So, you know, you never know who's who. So what I learned in this business is you treat everybody the same. Treat the janitor the same way you treat the CEO. Treat the CEO the same way you treat the person that packs the bags. And guess what? You get better results, you get longevity, and you get good people like Bado or or Federal Star, Sticky Fingers, and I can just pick up the phone and they say no problem. Or Cassius or Conway the Machine. Shout out to Conway and Griselda. They also inspired me too. Yeah. Conway, Benny the Butcher. Um, I like the young kids, Little Uzi Bird, uh, G Hebro. Um, I like I like Chief Keith, Lil Reese. Um, uh, Lil Flash, Tarantino, <laughs> on and on, man. All Listen, them, you, know, it, you know, all my guys, you know. It, it's crazy though, man, because the way you're lining up these singles, yeah. it's like a baseball team, right? Right, right. So you right. got the you got the first guy that comes up, boop, puts the man on the base, right? Right. Then you got the next guy that puts the man on the other base. Then you got that third guy that comes in, and you know sweeps it you know what i'm saying and that's how i see you brother i see you like you can see it already right you see it already i know man you can see it already i can tell by how you move man you know it's crazy because um you know knowledge is infinite so it's like you got to be able to you got to be able to um it's funny like i'm at a point in my career 20 years 20 some years 30 years later and I know how to do it with my eyes closed. So it looks so it looks so great. It looks so cool. But you know what? My overnight success took 30 years. How many people's willing to do that? You gotta put yeah. the time in, man. When people don't even some people don't even be around for 30 days. Yeah, some dudes, how about that? How some, about dudes that? Are, some dudes only want to work for 30 minutes. So, you know commitments, uh, sacrifices. I've been through them all. Every emotion I felt, every emotion I went through, a lot of people ain't make it. I'm losing friends right now. Just friends like, yo, son died, this dude died, blah, blah, blah. I'm in the best shape of my life. Got a beautiful wife. I got family. I got beautiful kids. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm content with myself. I can go in the studio. You know, I don't, Everybody on my team is bosses. 
there's no if you if you're a worker, you work for one of my guys. Other than that, I can't deal with workers. I can only no. deal with bosses. And there's bosses that act like workers, and there's workers that act like bosses. So you got to know how to differentiate. Also, departmentalize shit. These people are just so full of shit, and you know. <laughs> I, I gotta go. I, that's why I gotta get on the register. That's why I gotta sweep the floor sometime. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's my company, it's my business. You know, me and my partner. You know, I, one of my partners. I I raised my my new partner on Backtalk Entertainment. I raised him to be boss, and he's a boss now. He take care of his own shit, his own artists, everything, and he runs the label. And you know, whenever he slacks, I pick up the slack. Whatever vice versa so we don't we stay working you know i tell a lot of people you know they want something so bad but are you willing to put in the work yeah the mouth like, the mouth moves faster than the body right right like how many times i told you i was gonna call you back and do this interview right yeah and my whole time i was working i was like damn i gotta do some shit i gotta take care of son you know? nah, B, but i already knew that you know what i'm saying that's why i was like yeah you know He'll, he'll, he'll get back. He'll get back. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, you promote you just drop the two singles. Trust me. I appreciate you, brother. Definitely. Yeah. Man. I appreciate I you. Always. So, yeah, but, um, I think a lot of the support on the first two singles that you gave me. Oh, and uh, I'm not going to be disappointed on this Onyx record and the whole EP itself um, of these. Pro okay, check this out. So, this first EP, the 49th Floor. Seven records, all features. Then, then this, the the second EP that I got coming, Stay Dangerous, has no features. It mm. might have one special guest. I want to blow the name and scare them away, you know. But I got a big one, big feature on that. And then the third EP, I have no features. So I did three. I'm like almost finished with the third EP, um, but I shot the first video for the second EP. So I'm just, I'm in a loop. Then I got to get up with you and then we got to do, we got we to do a podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Talk about all the, all the new success. Um, Celebrate it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got, I got this podcast. I want you to help with me and my, um, me and my cousin. I'm going to let you produce it for us. It's called Deeper Than Rap. Oh, you guys heard it here first, man. Yeah. Brother, yeah. I appreciate you, man. You gonna produce it? It's gonna be me, you, and my cousin Dave Seabrook. Um, you know, it's he's a he's a, a very rebel person from Queens. If you look at the Jam Master J, who killed Jam Master J murder documentary, he's all in it talking about. He was good friends with Jam Master J, but um, we got we got some deep topics to talk about. It's called deeper than rap, and I've been putting it off because I'm not technically sound when it comes to a lot of like with the mics and this and that i'm so moved i could get you i could get a pod i could get you a podcast deal before i could shoot my own podcast <laughs> oh that's, that's a beautiful thing man that's a beautiful thing that's but, what i'm saying man see that 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 those are the kind of people that you need on your team man somebody yeah. that, that somebody that knows the way you know what i mean right. oh. i heard it here first man he's breaking news yeah so, ice man yeah so you know I'm truly blessed. I'm excited, you know. Um, I'm excited with you, man. I'm watching every. I feel oh, he's in Miami now. Look at him. 
Oh, how about that, man? How about that? How about that? Yeah, so we're turning up over here. Son. There you go. There you go. So, so tell me about, tell, if you could tell me a story about Onyx, right, that you remember that, that would be exclusive. Ooh, there we go, brother. Okay, so that will be exclusive, right? Right. For the show today. Oh, I'm going to interview with the whole Onyx and remind me to give you that. Oh, man, that's what I'm talking about, brother. I appreciate that, man. I heard it here first, man. He's breaking all kinds of, you know, barriers up in here. But Iceman, tell me tell me a, a, a story right. with Onyx back in the day that you could remember, like a like an ill story that you could share. You know what I'm saying? Break it here, brother. I got so many stories, man. Pick one, man. Pick a short, you know what I mean? A nice one, you know what I'm saying? Let the people know, man. I'll tell you a crazy one, man. You know, like, Onyx is so ill, you know what I mean? Like, 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 first of all, you know Shout what I mean? out the cookies, man. Right. And um, thing I wanted to tell you about the, the Onyx shit is that, you know, number one, they got the high, the, the most, the most wildest show in history. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. That was the hardest, the hardest rap show ever. You know what I mean? You know, like, like, shut them down type shows. Like, I don't imagine. So, um, the fans, the fans are, are crazy too. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the fans, the fans get crazy. So you know, I remember one time we was in Russia. And um, we was in Russia, and uh, the fans be all pumped up, and you know, we just we, we they think that we we pumped up all the time, like ah, ah. And I just remember one time this dude just like headbutted Federal, you know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> like he headbutted him like yeah, and we you know we you know we fucked that dude up for like 20 minutes, but it was just you know the excitement. You know, it wasn't even the, the fan's fault. A lot, you know, the, the fan was just, he was just so pumped, you know what I mean? amped off of that onyx, you know what I mean? But, you know, we had to whoop his ass and shit. But, you got a lot know. to celebrate, brother. Pop that. Give me the show. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Salud, man, salud. Yeah, so, so yeah, the fans, oh, onyx, what's up? And, you know, Bust son's ass, but he he had but a federal came with ill nuggie. We was just like we should joke about that one. Another one, um, federal and old dirty bastard had a fight. You know what I'm saying? You breaking this, bro? I never heard this. Yeah, you know, honestly, and Wu-Tang used to be kind of like competition when they first dropped. Like he was the hardest. You know, I, I co-managed ODB at one time and stuff. I executive produced an album called Trials and Tribulations, ODB. And, um, you know, there was some shit in um, Old Dirty Bastard said some shit about Federal, like, man, fuck y'all niggas or whatever and shit. It swung on Federal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Federal, you know, fought back and all that. You know, it was a little thing, but it was all, it was all. Competition, but that's a funny story too. But um, another one is uh, Sticky Things shooting a real gun at the Sauce Awards Ooh, on, stage, really? on stage. 
it's going to perform and throw your guns. Wow. You see Sticky let off six shots on stage. That was a real gun. Oh, how about that? That's what I'm talking about, man. Wow. Yeah, we appreciate those stories, man, because a lot of people don't know, man. Those stories, you don't, you, nobody, if you're not there, you don't know. You know what I mean? Everybody can't be everywhere. But let me ask you, though, so where does Iceman see himself in a few years? Oh, a billionaire, billionaire. I can see that. I can see that too. I can see that too. And I'm gonna be helping the community. I'm gonna give it all the way back. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help everybody that's trying to help themselves. Nice. You know. And and then we're gonna just take this hip hop shit to another level. You know. That's what I'm talking about. There's other stuff going on. There's movies, don't. So so Iceman, you was you obviously you was there with Onyx, right? So did you cross, how was it dealing with Jam Master J? Yeah, what was that experience like? I was just soaking in game, um, you know, whenever Jay came around. Um, right before Jay passed away, me and Fedro, you know, we was going hard with the Onyx thing. And Jay wasn't in the scene, wasn't in the scene. He was doing his own thing at the time. But um, he would still give love to us and give us advice. And then one day we was in LA. I was in LA. And I found out he got murdered. It was crazy. Yeah, rest in peace, Jam Master J, man. That man put a lot of hits out. Rest in peace, Jam Master J. You know what I mean? Man. Forever, you know what I mean? So, so Iceman, if you could tell. Jam Master J's son is in my movie, American Rap Stars 2. So make sure you go check that out. Okay, got it. Y'all hear it. I heard it. Y'all heard it here. Go check that out. So. Let me ask you if you could tell your fans or the whole world three things, what would it be right now? Save your money. Uh, financial literacy. Learn financial literacy. And uh, anything you have passion for, do it 110%. So, you know, Iceman's out there every day, man. He's, he works hard. He does his thing. He has to always be in shape. So what do you do to keep that health going? Wake up, I wake up, my, my my routine is like this. I wake up about 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm in the gym at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I leave the gym and then I go for a walk for like two miles. And then I start making my first calls. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you do it. That's how he stays healthy, y'all. If y'all wanna, if y'all wanna follow that regimen, yeah, you can go ahead and follow that regimen, man. There you go, there you go. Oh, yeah. There you go, there you go. You gotta balance everything out, man. Right? You gotta balance everything out. You gotta balance it out. Plus, you have to show commitment to what you're trying to do. You know. What you put in is what you're gonna take out, man. Exactly. A lot of people don't wanna put the work in. They want the, they want the results. They want the results. They don't want. They don't want. They don't want to put the just the work. They just want to. They see you chilling, and then they be like, "Yo, I want to do what he's doing right now." They don't know how much losses you took. I took major losses before, you know. You gotta take losses to get the game. Man. So major let me ask you how you how you balance the family life and the you know the entertainment life. How do you balance that out? I mean, you know, I've 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 I've, I've sacrificed. You know, I've. I've, I've um, 
lost a lot of time with my children, touring the world, um, you know, lost friends, lost people that you think was cool with you, you know, um, but you gotta believe in yourself and know self. See, a lot of people don't know what knowledge of self is. Once you get knowledge of yourself, you know, then you be like, oh, okay, everything's become clear. You know, you're always thinking like, oh, hope, God, something is going to help you and all that. But it's actually yourself that can make anything possible. So a lot of people rely on friends, relationships, or whatever, or uh, religion, um, bullshit. And, and they think that that is the key. Some of it is, but you got to balance it all out. Got to balance it out, man. Balance it out, you know what I mean? So I was able, I was one of the fortunate brothers that was able to balance it out. But, you know, I, I had to learn that if you take pain, mistakes, you take these things and they become lessons and hopefully you don't repeat those same mistakes and you learn. They're painful sometimes, but you got to learn. Um... You know, I remember one time uh, me and Fredro, I just keep mentioning him because he was my first business partner on the corporate side. You know, we had made a million dollars one time and we spent it in like two months. Now being a young, young guy, I was like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? And uh, what we did was we made another million. That's it. <laughs> so I said, okay, now we slow down and this, Let's figure this out, do this right. But, you know, what I learned in that was learning the, the power of being broke is clarity. You know, you know who your people are. You know who want to do business with you. You know um, where to go get money when you need it. Um, learn to use debt. Learn to use debt. Just remember those things. You know, the richest people in the world know how to use debt because they take debt how to get their cash flow. They borrow from banks, they borrow from investors, and they keep a cash flow going. Even though they owe these people money, they have cash flow. They have cash flow. How about also, poverty? Poverty is taught. Middle class is taught. And being wealthy is taught. You gotta figure out what you're trying to learn. Some people, you know, middle class is like, yo, let's hold on to this bread. Um, Some people settle, man. Settle. Yeah. Some people settle. No, we can't be settled. I can't do that, man. I can't do that. Every time I wake up, man, I try to think about, you know, we got to do this. We got to do that, you know, just to, to make it better, you know? Right. Wow. Man, that's some jewels today, brother, man. Yeah, we, yeah, really, man. we really appreciate you, man. Nah, you know, you, you my guy. man. Yeah, knowledge is, knowledge is the foundation of all living things. Like the sun is the foundation of the solar system. Knowledge is also the man who is the foundation of his family. Yes. I acknowledge. Now, but you know, just, just always remember, man, you know, passion, bro. Got have passion trying to do. And, um, yeah, it ain't too late for nobody, man. You know what I mean? Nah, man. Let me throw this out. Nah, man. So, so listen, 
So what you think about, I don't know if you know, but you know the, uh, these major labels are signing artists from back in the day, right? right? What you think about that? Like putting them back on major labels? I mean, the, the thing I think about that is, uh, when I got into the music business, I didn't understand something. And what I didn't understand was like, all the people who my moms listened to, Smokey Robinson and uh, the Supremes, uh, Diana Ross, Lionel Richie, I didn't understand why they didn't have record deals anymore. I I just I just didn't understand it because I was too young to understand it, and I had my first record deal by the time I was 16, so I was still didn't understand understand that I just, mm. I just got my own first record deal. But I did still didn't understand. And what I learned through the years is that the business is a young person's business. So the most successful artists of my mother's times and times before that, a lot of them are either broke or they took their money and diversified their portfolio or they, they died even all the way to Michael Jackson and Prince and all that, they did, you know, you already know what happened with that. Yeah. But they, those guys, they couldn't stop those guys because those guys, fan base, um, they write their own music, owned it, everything. Now it's like you have to know the game all the way. I tell people I'm not in the music business, but I'm in the business of music. When you have that perspective, you can always be around. You understand what I'm saying? That's longevity there, man. Exactly. Lionel Richie, you might see him on a show, uh, American, um, what's that, American Idol, you know, you see, <laughs> you know what I mean? You see, you know, these old country guys when he shows. point I'm saying is that that's the business of music. Yes. Always be around. What happens is to a lot of artists, a lot of executives, a lot of industry people, they think that they need to be attached to something in the industry to be validated. Yeah. I, I heard this little, this new, this new artist named Russ. He reminds me of Prince, one of his business techniques. Rapper, his name is Russ. Look him up, R-U-S. Nice. Guy. Okay. This kid is like making millions and millions a month. He's totally independent. And he told the other little niggas, the other little niggas out there, that, yo, go in the studio, record, and put your music out, period. That's Everybody, you're a star. Everyone's trying to compete. Everyone's trying to do this. Everyone's trying to do that. When they don't have to do that, just do you. And there's enough room. Do you, man. You can get, you can get out there. I tell people all the time. Bro. Streaming now, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, you tell me what you want. I'm, I'm, I'm having fun. You see my, you know what I mean? But we're here. We're here. You know, we're here today, man, and we're celebrating together. Celebrating all your, all your, you know, all your endeavors. You know, your business affairs and everything like that. We're putting it out there, man. Let's let people know who Iceman is. You know what I'm saying? I always say give people their recognition, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Yo, what, what city you in? What's, what's your background? What you got going on? So I'm originally from New York, man, but I moved to Philadelphia. Right. For business, you know what I mean? So I did some business stuff and everything. Everything was okay. But then it kind of, you know, kind of hit, you know? I got this artist on Empire that I, I know. He's from Pittsburgh. His name is Jay Hayes. He's going to do your show, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. There you go, brother. There you go. I appreciate that, man. So, yeah, Iceman. And Louis Rock, the kid who um, produced, produced the first. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, de we gonna definitely get it on there, man. But I'm gonna but I'm gonna um I want you to get all your technical shit right, you know what I mean? Every time, every 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 year I wanna see your platform grow, expand. Yes, yes. You got that whole that whole that whole uh television show vibe going, you know what I mean? I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much, man. But listen I support bro. If you're not, if you whack them, I tell nigga, like, I don't play Hey, this. man, and that's the way it's supposed to be, man. You got to let people know what it is, man, you know? But listen, man, we appreciate you stopping by today. Let's chop it up. You know what I mean? We did our thing today. We really appreciate it. There you go. A little that. There you go. That, that, that should be the ending of it. You know what I mean? Oh, see that? That's hard work, man. That's hard work right there. Listen, that's hard man. work. Nothing's given to you. Everything. Nothing's given, man. Nothing's given, brother. Well, you know what I mean? I said, I said a little, there you yeah. go. There you go, Ice Man. They don't call him. They don't call him Ice Man for nothing, B. You know what I mean? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Well, let me end it this way right here. There you go. Yeah. Woo! Wow, look at that, man. You ain't seen Miami. They go Miami right there for you, man. There you go, man. Woo! That's the Ice Man coming from Miami. Look at that. Look at that background, man. Peace, God. Peace, man. Hey, Iceman, stay stay on there, okay? Give me, a sec. Uh, give me a second. Give me a second.